You're listening to the Overcoming Daily Podcast with Anna Johnson of sacredlifecoaching.com. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Anna began her journey of becoming the Overcomer Coach as a licensed clinical social worker investing over 10 years to helping others in the mental health field. In her experience as a therapist, she became aware that believers are struggling from the same issues as non-believers. Same issues as non-believers. As Anna sought wisdom on this matter, the Heavenly Father inspired her to give up her clinical career in order to serve the body as a coach, to help them in overcoming life and spiritual challenges through kingdom principles. Kingdom principles. And so, the Overcomer Coach was born. Enjoy today's episode, Overcomer. Here's your host of the Overcoming Daily Podcast, Anna Johnson. Shalom. Welcome to season three of Overcoming Daily with Anna Johnson. My name is Anna Johnson and I am your Overcomer Coach. This season is titled Testimonies of the Overcomer and today's guest is Shoshana. Welcome, Shoshana. Thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Anna. Awesome. Awesome. So you and I have known each other under a year, right? It's yeah. been like, like six months. Yeah. Something what? like that. Yeah. And um, you have really been, you've really made, man, you've really done some overcoming just in a little bit of time, right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All of you, yeah. So uh, for the listener, I'm going to give you an opportunity just to introduce yourself. Tell, tell the listener a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Shoshana Helmer, and I have um, walked in this faith for about 25 years. Um, I started off, I grew up secular Jewish, and then I uh, became agnostic for a while and had a really um, supernatural experience where um I had the Almighty introduce himself to me, and so then I became uh, a believer. And first and foremost, I consider myself a child of the Most High. And um, But other than that, I am a wife and a mother of four children who I homeschool. And uh, I'm a certified reflexologist uh, for a hobby, but also... I, I, you know, you and I are a lot alike in this respect. It's like if I, if I hit something, a challenge, I, I need to like do something it. about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, my other hobby is I'm a medical researcher. You know, that, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I'm always researching stuff. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm like, yes, she is. I had to just, <laughs> I had to witness to that. Yeah. Um, Cause you brought me like, you know, um, I just know my people that are researchers, very knowledgeable, uh, but knowledge can only take us so far. Right. Right. Uh, it can only take us so far and then we need an experience with yeah. him and um, hallelujah for that. Well, and, and so let us just start out. With, uh, let me ask this question. How long have you been married? You've been married a long time, right? Oh, uh, you have to think about this. Is it, I think it's 14 years now. Yeah. <laughs> I, You've been married a while. This. Sorry, honey. Um, yeah, 14 yeah, years, I think. 
Right. And you homeschool and you've got some, you, there's some, some challenges with the homeschooling, meaning like it's not, so some of the kids have some learning challenges that require extra measure. Right? Yes. And I have two kids with special needs. Right. So, you know, that's, that's been a challenge as well. Right. That, right. Yeah. So I just thought I'd share that with the listener. Like, listen, if you're a, if you're a, a parent that is homeschooling have, and, and your children have their set of challenges and then you've got your own challenges, uh, this, you want to listen to this podcast. Totally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just jump into prayer and then we'll just get into the challenges today. Okay. Sounds good. Father, we thank you and we praise you and we give you the glory. Father, we welcome you into this podcast. Father, we thank you for the listener. We thank you for our voices. We thank you for our voices that we can even um, just glorify you, Father, with our with our vocal cords today. And uh, I know that's a big deal for Soshana. And I'm so grateful that she's able to do that. Hallelujah. And so, Father, we, we just welcome you in and uh, we praise you. In your beloved son's name, we pray and give you the glory. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Let it be so. Amen. All right. So, so let's talk about that first challenge. Like that came out in prayer spontaneously. Yeah, uh, let's talk about did. that, that, that first challenge. Like what's one of your challenges that, that brought you into coaching? Well, really, it was the big driver because I have a medical condition called tracheostenosis. And um, it's scarring and inflammation of the trachea. And I first noticed symptoms when uh, about 19 years ago. And it, it has been a mystery. At first, I was diagnosed with asthma, and it, it just kind of evolved. And it was an, another supernatural story of how I was finally diagnosed because a lot of doctors didn't know what it was. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. So it's a rare condition. But as I shared earlier, I do not sit you know, on things, I have to be proactive. And the only way to really um, deal with this medically is you have to have surgery. Uh, Some people have to have surgery every couple of months to maintain your airway. Some people, for me, it's every year to two years. I have Mm -hmm. to go in and have the surgery done. And, you know, I've been praying about, is there anything else that I could do to at least prolong my my time? And with COVID, you know, it really kind of hit me that, you know, the doctors are not always available when you need them. And I hit that challenge. I was supposed to go in for Reality, a surgery right? mm-hmm. and it got canceled because of COVID. Um, so I went in for another surgery and my I was still not getting that much relief. So I, you know, I've been taking, uh, I've been researching natural supplements and, uh, you know, diets and exercise and doing all the things. And then at the end of the day, I'm still struggling. So, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Tell the listener what those symptoms look like. Like, Um, I wheeze, I wheeze, I struggle to take a breath. Um, it's hard for me to talk without struggling. Sometimes I, I, I sound like Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, and it's very scary when I get a cold or something. I almost died, uh, about, oh gosh, I lose track of time, maybe eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I got a very bad cold and I got a mucus plug that got stuck. 
And it actually has killed four people in the group, in the tracheostenosis group that I belong to. So it's a real thing. And I got this plug. I mean, my husband was calling 911. I'm in, they took me in. They didn't really, because I didn't know I had it, you know, at this point, or it was new to them. I think it was just brand new. And they were like, I don't know what it is. So they, 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 gave me some treatment, sent me home. I was struggling. I thought I was going to die. I really did. I mm -hmm. thought I was going to die. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, then I finally pushed and pushed. I got emergency surgery to open it back up, but it's a, it's a scary thing. So it's something that, you know, I've been praying about and it's been revealed to me that, you know, your trachea represents your voice. And there's a lot of things that emotions and spiritual things that could come and actually manifest itself in a condition, a medical condition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just kept saying, hmm. And so I felt the Holy Spirit leading me to study emotions and emotional health. And I've been doing a lot of work with that for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Somebody told me about you. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I gotta, you know, I gotta check this out. Cause someone, you know, say your praises and said, you know, you gotta talk to Anna. So I, I got in contact with you and I'm like, I, I gotta do the work. I gotta see what she's all about. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And so we had that free consult and you were like, I'm ready. Like, yeah, I'm no, I'm telling you, like when I had that free consult with you, I knew that that was the direction that the most high wanted me to go to, because you said some things that I was like, wow, really profound mm -hmm. and resonated with me. Yeah. And you left that session with some homework. If I, anybody that gets a free consult usually leaves with a goodie bag loaded full of responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do this, do that, do this. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I left with homework, but I left feeling like there are some things that I can really do in my life. Like at the end of the day, I don't know, you know, what direction the almighty is going to take my ultimate health to, <laughs> but I know that like, I, I feel so much better. I'm like, I feel happy for the first time, but like genuinely happy. Real. And I feel Real like so and not a lot's changed, right? Like meaning life wise. No life. No life has my circumstances have not changed at all. Mm -hmm. And let's put it out that it's probably got a little worse to be honest with you because of like the world situation just keeps getting harder and harder. Darker and darker. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, but I feel like, as I said, that shalom, that peace that just surpasses awesome. all understanding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And I was just um, at the last podcast that, that I just did, we were talking about um, about her challenges. Actually, they they beefed up, you know, like they you know, um, her challenges as she was overcoming, it just seemed like her challenges were getting bigger, but they were not having the impact on her like they awesome. would have. In, yeah. Which, which and, is um, probably my case too. Honestly, like mm -hmm. things that would have bothered me even six months ago, they just, I, you know, it's the lens, Anna, 
It's the lens that has changed. My circumstances have not changed at all. Everything that I've come to you with and that I've been dealing with is still in my life. There's no magic pill that, you know, the Almighty took my circumstances away and delivered me in a, you know, in a chariot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just that my lens is brand new. Hallelujah. And, and part of that is, is like your, uh, the words I hear right now, even as we're talking is hope restored. Yes. Hope restored. Yes. Hope That's restored. exactly it. Like, as wow. I said, I don't know where I'm going to go, but the good news is he does and he's got me. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the most profound things that you ever said to me was that, He has what he has for you because, you know, one of the things that I dealt with was fear. You know, this, this, a lot of people in my group and everything, they deal with fear, great fear. I I mean, I almost face death, you know, with this whole thing. And, and, and I have that spirit of fear. Just, it was so heavy. It would just overtake me. And, you know, just to know that he's got me and you challenge me Anna. you're like, you get in that prayer. You know, one thing that Anna will do is she is a true coach. Like she's not going to sit here and give you all, you know, the, the magical formula or whatever to, Mm -hmm. to, to, you know, you gotta, you gotta do the work. But the thing is, it's like to get, you encourage me, get in that prayer closet, turn to him, ask him, Mm -hmm. listen, You know, I was really bad at listening. And if I could also tell you that before I started coaching with you, I really didn't believe that he was always speaking to me. Okay. Like Uh I would think that there would have to be those big moments. moments. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was talking to my heart and not always with caution go like, oh, maybe he's talking to my heart. But now it's like I have that relationship that I just wait for that word. You know, whether he shows me something, I, I just flip through the Bible sometimes and he takes me to the page and it's like, wow, did you just not answer my question with a verse? He still <laughs> takes me the verse. And so your, your relationship, me. your relationship has become so much more personal. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's been amazing. And it's mm-hmm. like, and that's, and that's how my lenses change too. It's like, it's me and him. And really, that's what I focus on. I don't, I'm not focusing on what's going on out there. I have to deal with what's going on out there. You're right. You're not it's ignoring just, it. I'm not mm-hmm. ignoring it, but it hasn't become my identity. It's not who I am. And Anna, when I came to you, it was, I realized it was who I am. I was having a pity party. I was. I was sitting there going, you know, if you ask me who I am now, of course, I've never confessed this, but, <laughs> you know, I was my past. I was a victim of my past, a victim of my traumatic childhood. I was a, I was a victim of, you know, of a, a pattern of generational curses. I was, you know, and, and I honestly, when I dug deep, I consider myself cursed. I did because of the challenges I had. I was like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why me? Why am I always going through this? Right. And, you know, do you think, Shoshana, do you think that was a result of you? Because you're quite the overcomer. 
meaning that when there is a challenge, you you typically just try to like press through that. Right. Do you think that you got to that place because you got to a point where you couldn't push no more? Probably. Like I saw the natural. I think the almighty was trying to show me, look, I've given you, I've given you something that you can sit there and you can eat as healthy as you want. You could take all these supplements. And can I also also share with you that I was infertile for 12 years. I could not have a child and I was trying to fix it. I was, I was always like, okay, what can I eat? What could I take? What could I do? And it wasn't until I laid it upon his, the throne and just said, okay, I I get it. I can't do it. It's a surrender. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It truly completely surrendered it. Hallelujah. That, you know, he opened up my womb and I have four gorgeous children. So I know he's a miracle worker. I've experienced it in my life. Right. 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 And, you know, and and that's the thing, even my own personal testimonies is that um, because I'm a worker, I would push things to the point. And then all of a sudden I would keep pushing or I'd sit down in front of that challenge because it wouldn't go anymore. And then I hear him say, Anna, you need me. You need me. You know, that's what he was saying. You need me. Like, I'm not. Okay, I'll let you get, I'll let you get so far, but now are you ready to just realize, like, you need me, like, you're not going to be able to do this without me. That is so true, and I also feel like he's given Mm -hmm. me these challenges because he wanted more for me, and obviously, even after 25 years of walking with him, I was not claiming my overcomer status. And I was not, I was not who he wanted me to be. And I'm still not there, but I'm, I'm, I'm going in that direction. We are becoming daily. Mm-hmm. Daily. And I'm, and I'm oh, going yeah. there, but he's revealed that to me. He's like, you are not, you are not doing what I want. Like, you know, a real child of his does not sit there and go, oh, you know, now it's okay to say I'm cursed to just face our, you know, I had to get through that stage and go, okay, here's my challenge. I had to grieve it. You know, I definitely, I don't want to tell anybody here that it's like, you know, because sometimes I walk into churches and they'd be like, oh, you know, fake it until you make it. And, you know, right. you, you know what I mean? And it's, it's not like basically you know, rejecting, rejecting reality sometimes. Exactly. You know? And I don't like that because I could never be like, I'm like, okay, but how do I, I don't feel it. And how do I get there? So you have to feel it. It has to be genuine. And the way to do that is to, to face it, to grieve it to work it through and then to just go, okay, well, what can I do about it? And, you know, take it to the most high, let him have it and, and walk out with gratitude and be grateful for the things that I do have. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't doing that. I have more things than a lot of people all over the world. They would, what people would give to have a roof over their head or to have four children or to, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was back to that lens, that lens, you know, your, you, your focal point was your challenge. And we, and we naturally gravitate towards that. Exactly. Um, It's just a human issue. Uh, But when we change our lens and we, we see just his goodness, if we put on the glasses that says he is good, 
And yeah. even on my worst day, I am blessed. It changes everything. It changes it empowers everything. Us. It empowers us. And we know that ch- t- challenges are just temporary. Exactly. You know, we're not saying like for some people, there may be just instant healing. For some people, healing may not come until you get that new body. But you're still healed. It's good as done. Hallelujah. Now, I just wanted to share back to that fear, just for the listener, like your fear was real, Um, meaning that it wasn't just an experience you were having spiritually, but it would, you know, anytime that there is um, difficulty with getting oxygen, our bodies are created to breathe. So the body does freak out when it doesn't get its supplies. So, you know, that's like a survival mechanism that's within the body to try to drive us towards opening up our airway. Right. Um, So you were having not only like a spiritual battle with what fear says to a person, you know, those thoughts and those messages, but the body was actually having a, a physical experience that was actually adding to or probably maybe even triggering the spirit of fear. Exactly. And I knew and I came to you and I confessed and I'm like, Anna, I know this is horrible. Like, and and this is what I want to tell the listeners, too, is that, you know, just because you hear, you know, the podcast of, you know, hey, the, 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 the title overcomer. You know, we've got to we've got to do the emotional work to to get to that place. It's not it's not like, as I said, you just walk in and go, okay, well, I'm going to claim it and it's going to happen. I had to sit there and I really had to face it. And like you said, you know, sometimes you have to just, you told me to write out like, what are the worst things that could happen? Like, let's yeah. just lay it on the, cause you know, let's I was go there. Let's just go ahead and go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and go there. Cause it's like, I'm doing gloom. I don't worry what I was in the background about what could happen. And oh, well, yeah, we're everything. Just going I'm going through, I'm I'm like in my mind, I'm like homeless, you know, like I'm like, I'm like going through it all, you know, I'm like Mm -hmm. alone, homeless, destitute. I mean, this is stuff that was speaking to me on a regular basis. And I had, and you just, you know what you said to me, Anna? You're like, so what? So So what? what? So what? So what? Yeah. And I, you know what? That's, there's something that I have that no one can take away. And that is my relationship with the almighty and what is laying for me in the future. So it's like, so what? Every this day is a day. Every day is a great day. Yeah. Every day is a great day. Yeah. We know how the story ends. Yeah. We know how it ends. And you know what he, you know what else he showed me though? That he showed me this in the prayer call. He was like, you know, I'm your father. I love you. And I've got, you know, it's like, I gotcha. You know what I mean? So it's like, I have to sit here and trust. As you know, Anna, for me, another thing was trust. Yes. Trust was hard. Mm-hmm. It's like to trust yeah. that. He knows what's best for me. He knows his plans for me. He knows my calling. He knows what I need and what I don't need. Right. And, and that's hard for me to let go. Hallelujah. And you didn't create those trust issues. 
you know, no, that started I, I in got them, you know, early on, you know, mm-hmm. through, uh, you know, went through some stuff when I was younger, you know, my, my dad was sick. He wasn't able to be there for us. And, you know, it's like, I, I went through a lot of teasing, a lot of broken friendships, a lot of, um, a lot of things in my past that kind of shaped, you know, what my Perception. thought process was. Mm-hmm. But I can't live there. You know, I can't, you know, now I realize I can't stay there. I'm new now. You know, he's come into my life. He came into my life with one of those supernatural experiences, you know, where I was literally, I, you know, as I said, I came from a Jewish background. And I, I came from, you know, basically being agnostic to, you know, sitting in a chair one day when I was teaching school in Bulgaria and having that light come over me and physically open up my eyes Hallelujah. and reveal himself to me. So I know that I've been changed. And if I live in the past, then I am missing out on all those things he has for me in now. Mm-hmm. I'm, now I'm not living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was telling someone, I'm like, if you're always looking back, you will never experience your present and you will not be pre- be prepared to move towards your future. Exactly. So, you know, the person. enemy always wants, always wants us, or our flesh always wants to look back. Yes. Looking back. Not ever being like mindful and then, you know, being, you know, preparing and dreaming and having hope for the future. Exactly. And I didn't realize how, you know, it's like I knew kind of intellectually that I was stifling myself. But to be honest with you, I didn't know how to get out of the funk. Right. And, And just by coaching with you, like... You know, I really appreciated your, uh, you know, your balance of being real and, and allowing me to, to grieve and, you know, have a pity party for a minute. Uh-huh. But then, you know, sometimes you were just like, this is the way it is. It's business. It's business. It's Overcoming bus- is business. It's business. <laughs> it's business. Like we're here for such a time as this and it is a limited season. And the enemy wants to cause delay, discouragement, and keep us from actually fulfilling our purpose. And so we know that that allowing you to to talk, and you know, and I guess this is great for anybody that's listening that wants to be in, wants to encourage people on their journey, wants to be their own, wants to be an overcomer coach, is allow people validate what the person's experiencing because it's real, mm-hmm. but don't let them stay in the mud puddle. That's right. You know, like. You know, when they get into that dark place, you know, say, yeah, this really sucks. You know, well, it does. and then saying, okay, now let's get up. Let's go take a shower. We're going to change our clothes. We're going to put on some better sneakers and we're going to keep walking. Exactly. Because um, the consequences of that, because, you know, I thought about that. I'm like, the consequences of just, first of all, am I accomplishing anything? I knew I wasn't accomplishing anything. By looking at the past or even looking at the present of the things that were not going my way in life, mm-hmm. just sitting there meditating on that was not accomplishing anything. And I was doing that. I was sitting there worrying and obsessing. And I'm like, this is this is not getting me any further. In fact, it's hindering me. It's getting me up. Right. 
you were getting further away from achieving what you really wanted in your life. Right. Right. And I, and I have things to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. And you've had to learn some patience, right? (laughs) (laughs) So overcoming does require some patience and endurance and perseverance. I've asked you to do some hard things. Yeah. And sometimes they were really, really hard. And some of them are still kind of praying through and working through, you know? Right. And, you know, and, you know, and the father would just give me those downloads of like an encouraging word to share with you, but also a direction to share with you. And um, I've learned personally, and I know you're learning as well as like to trust his process, to trust his process. So when I was sharing that word with you, you know, you were just trusting the process and it wasn't my process. It was his. And that's what I really loved most about, you know, coaching with you is that I did feel like it was all divinely inspired. You know, it was just, it was like, I said to you several times, it's like, wow, I knew it was him speaking and not really you because I would say something and it would be something I'd be praying about prior that you couldn't have known about or whatever. And here it was coming up again. Mm-hmm. he's totally, wonderful yeah. like that like yeah and, I, and so i guess yeah and for the listener like listen guys if you're trying to overcome without the holy spirit you're working hard okay they're working hard and they're gonna they're not gonna in his grace they're not gonna get anywhere uh and i know from personal experience and i know shoshana knows from personal experience because we you know we are achievers that's just kind of like our natural wiring is that we like to execute we like to get things done um and so uh, you know, if you're doing it without the Holy Spirit, you're working hard. And that word that I shared with you was a word that I received for myself. Like I was pushing something and I couldn't get anywhere. And I heard him say, Anna, what I have for you, I have for you. And you don't have to kill yourself to get it. And I was doing things that was killing me. You know, like I was having physical problems, you know, and, and I think any, a lot of women, I see it in particular with women, you know, women suffering from anxiety, high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, being overweight. It's stress. Breaking out in hives. Yes. Stress. There's so stress much. The and I just want to tell listeners, too, that, like, if you have a physical problem, you know, yes, I'm not saying don't do the things in the natural. You know, go to the doctor, do the, the diets, all that. But, you know, really look into the emotional components because I know that the, it's just, it's so real. It's like the emotions will do things to your physical body. Oh, yeah. You know, because we weren't designed, like if you look at scripture, scripture tells us to not fear. Scripture say, do not worry. Do not do these things. We are unfortunately in a sinful world. And I'm not condemning because, gosh, I'm the last one to condemn. I, I you know, I... <laughs> Did those things do them still sometimes? Mm-hmm. I have to overcome daily. Um, and, you know, it's just, but it takes its toll. It's it's just the way it is. And if we want to overcome our physical health, we need to be able to overcome our emotional health and our spiritual right. health first. Right. And, you know, and I, I'm a firm believer that um, we live, like, there's two realms. There's a spiritual and there's the physical. And they parallel one another. So, you know, um, if there's something, you know, going on in the body, there's something spiritually, there's something spiritually going on more than likely. 
Um, and so, you know, you, there may be an influence, even like with, you know, uh, some health issues with over like just obesity and maybe eating in an unhealthy fashion. You don't think there's a, there's not a spirit behind there that's adding to the language that actually causes you to be oppressed. Um, that's just an example, but yeah, so exactly. you really, so for the listener, you know, when it comes to this health challenge, you and I got together and your whole lens has changed. Has your health improved? What's different? Is there anything different about your health? Um, well, first of all, I feel better because I meant Energy. there was a time about mm-hmm. a year ago and I, I will say, you know, the process started that I could not hardly get up out of bed in the morning. So in addition to my tracheal condition, I knew that it was progressing. You know, there there's probably an autoimmune component, all of those things. And I just had no energy. And, you know, I changed my diet. I did some physical things that helped a little bit, but it brought me to a plateau. It brought me to just like I was at a standstill. So I'm like, okay, now, you know, but the, but the emotional and the spiritual work that I've been doing has brought me to a place where I have more energy, first of all. And I'm back to my old self a little bit because this is who I am. I'm spunky. <laughs> um, you know, I missed myself, to be honest with you. I wasn't spunky anymore. And, yeah, you know, I'm a go-getter. Into... What's that? I'm a go-getter. I was not getting anything last year. You know, I was, I was hardly functioning. And so I feel like, you know, as I said, I got more energy physically. I've, I do feel better physically now, whether I don't know what this means for, as I said, my long-term, but I won't until I won't be able to give that testimony until, you know, umpteen years down the road, because I could say, Oh, I've been surgery free for, but you right. know what? I'm not a victim That's of my circumstances. And uh-huh. I'm not going to be a victim of my circumstances either, Anna. It's like if I need surgery a year from now, I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, my goodness, this is because that's the old me. This is for not. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm closer to him. I'm mm-hmm. happier. I feel better in all other ways. And so w- whatever he does with this is his his choice, yes. but I'm going to praise him regardless. Right. And the great thing about it is, is that you, you have developed, you're developing, and I don't think any of us ever arrive in this situation, but you're developing your ear to hear him and your eyes to see him. And you've been submitting your heart to receive the truth and renewing and washing that mind every day. Right. Yes. Um, and that sets you up for success because no matter what happens, you're like, okay, father, is this your will? It, oh, it's not. Okay. You want me to pray. You want me to pray a particular way. He will tell us how to pray. You know, um, you're able to look at the scripture a little more clearly and be like, wait a minute. I know, I know my father's voice. And, you know, cause sometimes you can read a scripture and the tone really adds to the definition, right? Oh Yeah. <laughs> I told you about that one time, remember, Anna? Right, right. So the tone. So we, yep. you know, and and we have to work on those spiritual ears to hear his tone. How is he saying this? Exactly. And, you know, 
you know, given your history, you know, you had your, your childhood, what it had, it was traumatic in, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And so that father figure, you know, growing up, wasn't someone that you was stable, dependable, or even you didn't get that feeling of nurture and mm-hmm. love and acceptance. Right. I felt and rejected. So you, I, I had exactly. that huge rejection. You know, there's so many emotions that, that just make up our, our picture. And that rejection mm-hmm. seemed to like be the a theme, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. throughout my, and, you know, and, and now my lens, it's just, that's why it didn't take a lot of work with us because it's like, it was just the thing that my lens had to change. And once you change that lens and you look at every thing that you've experienced in the past or you're experiencing now as uh, there is purpose behind it. And I think that's the big thing. It's like, what is the Almighty trying to tell me with this? What is he trying to show me, teach me? Maybe it's just patience. Sometimes yeah. it's just patience, you know, and it's just, this is, this is because of a result of sin in the world. And maybe it's nothing I've done, but I need to just walk it out and still praise them in the storm and, you know, go forward. But sometimes actually with me more times than not, there is something he's trying to show me. And so I'm like, I, I need to face it, deal with it, learn my lesson, grow from it and then overcome it. And I think that's the big thing that I want to tell people it's overcomer. You know, you don't, you know, usually don't just claim it and live it. It's a process. It's a, it's, it's, it's work, but it's work. That's well worth it. Well worth Mm -hmm. it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So hmm, we just got to trust him. We just got to trust him. And that takes practice. Mm -hmm. That takes practice. Yeah. He's so wonderful. He's so good. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right. So you've overcome, you're overcoming daily and um, you're not taking your own breath away from you anymore. No, you're no longer. And you know what? When we first, when I did that consultation, your breathing was different. <clears throat> so when you were talking to me, you could tell like um, you were struggling or you were, you know, cause it takes air to breathe. And you know mm-hmm. those you, you were struggling yet you were talking, quite the overcomer there, girl. Um, but today, like you're sharing your testimony and you're sharing all this, and it sounds nothing like it did six months ago. Can I share with you that I am a year and a half post my last procedure? So you know, for me to be, and I had other people tell me you're not the only one, Anna. My friends. I have a friend, a a group of friends who also have tracheal stenosis and we often talk to each other and they say the same thing. They're always like, they'll tell me you're not sounding so good. Check yourself out. And they've been telling me lately, you've been sounding good. And Mm -hmm. so this is a year and a half. The longest I've ever gone without a surgery is two years. Hallelujah. So just got to give it to him. And uh, part of that giving to him is like in, in the coaching is, you know, there was healing. Words have healing power. You know, words like hearing the word, like actually hearing the word coming out of somebody else helps. So, you know, if, if um, <clears throat> for the listener, if you have someone in your life that is 
struggling and share an encouraging word from the word with them. Amen. Encourage them. Amen. Ex, you know, ex, exhort them like, listen, you know, you can do this because da, 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 da. Or, you know, just sit with them for a few minutes and, and validate how they're feeling. Um, but um, hallelujah. Yeah. You sound so much better. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that too, because that makes me, it makes me happy. Cause as I said, I don't know, I don't know the almighty's plan ultimately mm -hmm. for my health, but I will say this, as I said, I feel great. And I, mm -hmm. I mean, if you look time, timeline and compare, it's like, I, I'm a brand new person and I'm just praising him for that. Yes. The joy. So when you and I met, you were, uh, you know, you were at, you were depressed, meaning that you were really wrestling to hold on to hope. Mm -hmm. I, I might have been like your last resort. I don't know. <laughs> but like, yeah, in a way, like, you were probably were, you know, it's like, of course, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a go-getter, but yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, And that's the thing. That's the challenge for a go-getter is that when you get and you're wrestling with the same challenge for years and you have tried everything, you're maxed out. Like you've read every book, you've talked to whoever you know you can that you can talk to, and and you get there and you're like, I'm you feel like a failure. You're like you're sitting there and you're like, yep. And I know, think I confess like to you too, Anna. That like, and if I could also say that, not only was I coming to you for myself, but I was coming to you on behalf, you know, on my for my son for too, because I mm -hmm. told you I would read every book for four years every night when he went to sleep i'd read books on how to help my son and you know so it's just it's the same thing and again i realized and i've just come to that realization that i was trying to fix it and i cannot fix it now i could be the arms and the legs for the almighty and he calls what he tells me to do. I'm, you know, I should do. There are some things I need to do in the natural, but I've got to lay it at his feet. And that's one that I'm still, I'm still overcoming daily with that one. You know what I mean? Totally. Just because of your like, nature. Mm -hmm. With my son. Because you're wiring. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and that's the thing. We got to know ourselves, you know, we got to know ourselves. We got to know how the father wired us. Um, and know ourselves lovingly, knowing our strengths and our weaknesses and, um, allowing him, allowing ourselves to be weak, um, so that he can be strong in us, Amen. you know, and it's, and it's so much easier. It's like, it's so much easier when you're like, wait a minute, I don't have to solve all of my problems. Oh like my he gosh, is the answer. I have to do my part, but I don't have to carry more than what my hands can carry. Exactly, which you is know. a big thing because I was trying it's to do it all. Thing. It's like I always felt like I was never a good enough mother, never a good enough wife, never a good enough daughter. Like I, you know, what I didn't focus on what I was doing. I was focused on on what I wasn't doing. Right. And I always oh, saw, yeah. you know, and then you know, I realized, oh my goodness, that's a sin. Mm -hmm. You know. I need right. to be thankful for everything that I have every day. I need to be easy on myself and forgive myself for any shortcomings because I will have them. 
I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. And I need to do the best I can with every day I've been given and give the rest to him. That's it. Yeah. Total surrender. That's a life of worship right there. Yeah. So the, so ultimately what happened is, is that you thought your enemy was your medical condition which it's real. I mean, but honestly, like part of that comes with the sinful nature that we live in. These bodies are broken and some Mm -hmm. people have this and some people have that, but none of us have like the, if you look long enough, you'll find something wrong with anybody's body. That's true. Just saying parasites for one thing, you know, people have parasites living in their bodies and they don't know it, you know? Uh, So that's just one example. Don't Um, even want to think about that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No. It's a whole nother podcast by itself. Um, but you came thinking like, okay, I need to solve this medical issue that I'm having because I've hit limitations. So let me try to solve it through overcoming this emotional stuff. Basically the past trying to come forward, right? Right. And um, what you were able to do is you identified your true enemies, exactly. your true Goliaths. And it really wasn't your health. Right. It really wasn't. No, it wasn't um, my health you know, at all. Yeah, you know, and just for the sake of time, we talked about, you know, what we discovered was your true enemy was a spirit of rejection, mm-hmm. um, which caused you to um, reject yourself at times, even your own body rejecting itself at times. Yep. Trust issues comes from the spirit of rejection, that spirit of fear. We talked about anxiety. We just talked about perfectionism. Oh, we yeah. We talked about depression. But, yep. you know, depression was really like it was small compared to those other guys. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The other guys were real Goliaths. They were huge. Yes. The fear, um, the everything. It was huge. It would right. paralyze me at times. It really right. was. Yeah. But now, because you've gotten to his presence, you're learning to sub- surrender daily. You're learning to walk in your overcomer status. Like the light is flicked on and it says active. Yes. It's green. Yes. You know, we are overcomers and in through our Messiah, hallelujah. I mean, mm-hmm. what greater hope do we have? Exactly. Um, so now you've got juice. You've got juice. You've got juice to share with the children, to yes. endure marital challenges, because, you know, being married is work. Right. And um, yet relationships are work. Yeah. And um, yeah. and just even your health challenges. Right. And when your tank gets a little low, you go back into the prayer closet, Right. Absolutely. Because, you know, as you said, like overcome daily is a perfect word for it because you can feel good today and feel like an overcomer. But you listen to those negative messages tomorrow and it could come back. So, you know, my my biggest advice for somebody is like when you're overcoming, when you feel down, you know, I have an overcomer song. The the kids and I play it (laughs) and we sit there and we sing it, you know. It's like, we've got to, you know, we, I pray, I I give it to him. But if I'm in a funk, I turn up the praise music and we sing. And, you know, before long, I'm not saying that I'm always spunky, but, you know, before long, at least I get to that point where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm level again. I've got my lens again, you know? Right. And your day no longer defines you. You define your day. Right. And that, and I think that's really important for mamas to hear that are, you know, because, you know, you have two, you said two special needs children. Right. That you're trying I mean, to all together. Yeah. And trying yeah. to, so you've got two special needs on top of just two, two other children. So there's four there and you're trying to, you've got your own challenges. They've got their challenges. Right. And um, the day can hit you in the face sometimes. Like you exactly. wake up and it's slapping you. Exactly. <laughs> and, and now you're better equipped to be like, Mm-mm, 
today's an overcomer day. Amen. You know, like I define how today is going to go. Not the enemy, not the children, not nope. the children. Nope. And children, then, you children. know what the good thing is too, Anna, is that because I'm becoming an overcomer, now mm-hmm. the kids, I'm working with the kids, because the kids see me. They they learn more from what I do than what I They're say. Working. So in the morning, when I start my day, in the word, and I always start my day in the word, and they come to me, mom, mom, mom. I'm like, wait. And I'm like, you stay with me. You pray with me. We're reading scripture together. So we start our day like that. And we, 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 you know, I could teach them to become overcomers. I teach them how to face their Goliaths. Uh-huh. And hopefully some of these generational things and things that, you know, haven't been falling overcome off through the word mm-hmm. for a while, they're being changed. And that's the oh, good yeah. thing. It's like, they'll be able to then teach their kids. It's it's just a process. It's great. Hallelujah. All right. So in closing, Shoshana, what would you say to the listener that's really struggling right now? And in particularly, I just keep hearing someone that's really struggling with health challenges. What would you say to them? I'd say, you know, to like do what you need to do, whatever that is to overcome and get hone in and get closer to the almighty and lay it on him. Because truly with health challenges, I mean, with any challenge, but you know, particularly with health challenges, we have so little control. So, Mm -hmm. you know, take it to the father, tell him all of your fears, tell him all of your feelings so, you know, I'm tired in the morning. I just don't have energy. You know, I used to tell him this stuff. You know, it's like, what do I do? Help me, Father. You know, appeal to him. So I say, turn to him and, and you know, seek out people like Anna or, you know, her podcasts or, you know, other resources that will help you in, you know, building you up and, and, and helping build up your, your, your attitude and your lens, because, yes. you know, as I said before, don't forget this. Your physical health is a direct reflection. A lot of times of our emotional or spiritual health, we are one body. We cannot separate it. So our health can only be improved. It's not that, you know, he's our magic genie that he's going to necessarily fix everything. But I will say this, that, you know, we can only get healthier. When we do these things, mm-hmm. one way to go, and that's up. You're not going to go mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. That eye is clean. If yeah. the eye is clean, all will be well. Hallelujah. Yeah. That lens really makes a difference, doesn't it? It does. It really does. The whole thing. Hallelujah. Well, it's been a blessing having you on the show. Well, thank you, you and I probably me, could do like, Child, we could do an eight-hour podcast. We could. Too. It would be scary. It would be, <laughs> would be good for the kids. Wouldn't be good for the kids or the house, but um, <laughs> absolutely. All right. So let's just wrap up here then. So this concludes episode five of Overcoming Daily with Anna Johnson. Till next time, have an overcomer day. I am cheering for you. Shalom.